Welcome to the Birdo Tapes, episode three, with Rob Walsh. <laughs> Rob, I've known you since high school, which is in the late 90s. We spent a lot of time together, a lot of memorable moments. But the people want to know, why are you called Catman? Wow. Do you know the origins of Catman? Because I certainly do. No, I, yeah, I know. But it, it came from, um, I'm trying to figure out a way to say this without it being like condescending or crappy. <laughs> me and Eric had had a thing when we were like near the end of high school, like 2000, 2001, probably. I think he had gotten it while he was at college with his college friends. Um, but we had called people that were like dishonest and shady. We called them like cats. Like, ah, oh, look at this cat over here. Like this Someone guy. Nah, he's a cat. Like this person. Cool. Yeah, yeah, basically. Someone that's too cool for everyone else. And we'd be like, oh, yeah, he's a cat. It was like a term that we used to describe someone that we weren't like the biggest fans of. Um, and then Eric said, like, it's you. It's your people. You're you're the cat man. You're the cat master. And then I called him cat man. And then he called me cat man. But it just ended up sticking with me. But in my phone, Eric is still cat man. Yeah. I call him cat man. But you're cat <laughs> We could go back to your neck and just pinch the back of your neck like cats do, and your neck always raised higher yeah, than for sure. You're for sure. Cool. Eric and, and shout out Brandon Street. If I saw Brandon Street tomorrow, I would pinch the back of his neck, hundred percent, and he would know what it meant. Say, cat, cat. <laughs> Another high school shout out. Speaking of high school, Rob, you pursued an option after high school that none of us did. You you went into the military. And you recently retired. Congratulations. You know, I'm a school counselor and a big part of our job is career and college exploration. So what made you want to go into the military? Something that wasn't really talked about a lot, or at least what I know of from high school. It was just another option for me. I didn't, college was kind of like up in the air. I didn't, I, I mean, I was talking to Delaware State and Dell Tech. It's kind of like the thing you do back home. I had had an offer to run track and cross country at Dell State, but I didn't know if I wanted to do that or not. I didn't know if college was for me. I actually talked to the Air Force and I kind of had a negative experience because my grandfather was in the Air Force with the recruiter there. And then I kind of shelved it for a couple of years. But then I went to college for two years and then I saw my bills that I was getting from student accounts. And uh, I'd gotten a letter in the mail about a Coast Guard scholarship program and I pursued that. That was probably... December of 2001. And then um, I looked into the program. It was called the College Student Pre-Commissioning Initiative with the United States Coast Guard. They paid for your last two years of college, paid in full and your books. And then you got a paycheck to go along with that. Um, and your job was just to go to school and keep your grades above a 2.5, which is pretty easy. It's like a C average. Obviously, I'm terrible at math, so someone can check me on that later. <laughs> but it wasn't terrible. And I, I liked the Coast Guard. I liked their mission. Saving people and helping people in danger was something that always interested me. Yeah. I went from there. I liked the opportunity. And then you turned it into I just enjoyed it. Yeah, for sure. For 20 years. So yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's not for everyone. I'll be honest. I, I've worked with a lot of people that have done four years and gotten out or pursued other things. I talked to a lot of people still that I had mentored and you know, I got, had some kids come straight out of high school that I still talk to to this day that um, either stayed in the Coast Guard or got out and pursued other things. But it, it's definitely a good, it's a, it's an option for someone, even if you want to go in for four years or two years now they're offering, get your GI Bill, get some money, and then uh, go back to school. So. Serve our country. We need people doing that. So yeah, thanks, Rob. Cool. Now, this has been mentioned 
slightly on the podcast talking about the military that the people don't know. You have an incredible GI Joe collection. How many pieces do you have? How, what's the what do you put the value on all those that you have? Oh, I don't even know. Unfortunately, the last three years or so, I've had most of it in storage because I've been moving around and I knew I was going to buy a house. Well, now the prices have shot up on everything across the board over the last two or three years. It's got to be close to 15, 20 grand. How many at least? How many many pieces? Hundreds. Last time I did like a count, it was probably close to 400, if not more. But uh, it, it's gone up since then. So, but yeah. Now, regarding your interest, you were an avid comic book fan before comics were cool. Like you did yep. that way before there was Marvel movies. Who's your favorite comic character, superhero? That's a tough question. As Brody Bruce would say, <laughs> this is probably going to be a swerve to this answer. Um, probably have to go Batman. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to say Wolverine. No. Batman's uh, amazing. Right. So in your travels with the Coast Guard, you met and married an absolute sweetheart in autumn. An eye for one, people in the pod, we adore her. You guys seem to be so happy. And as you famously said, it has to be serious to get, what is it? What was it? It has to be serious to get serious. Serious to get serious? Wow. I've heard that in a long time. (laughs) That is how you reeled her in. You both so laid back. What's the secret to your success, Rob, in this marriage? We're just both incredibly honest with each other pretty much all the time open book um yep for sure communication's huge with that kind of stuff we just fit together i know that's like a cop out bad question no. like bad answer no. but um but yeah we're both super chill I, we i like to think we're both incredibly nice people yeah and that's really it just wow. being honest calling people on stuff and well, you yeah, guys communication traveled around a lot you moved many times you had to rent homes you were away from her family for a long time but you recently just moved into a new home bought a home and you're putting down some roots in wisconsin what's it like being that close to her family now after she's been away for so long no it's super cool just being around um i know autumn was she was stationed with me out on the east coast for four years we did four years we were lucky in my career because i was originally stationed in her hometown then we got stationed back in my hometown. We kind of had like built in networks there. We had friends and family around that we could count on and lean on. And then we got stationed back out here. But my last three years, we were kind of in a, in a weird place out in Washington where we were, we were f- far away from both of our families and, um, and friends and networks. So that was kind of weird for us. Um, so it's super nice being back, especially for like the holidays yeah. and stuff. So all missed out on a lot the last couple of years. Um, like with Zoom and the internet and things like that, that kind of stuff was easy, but um, it was rough. But it's just nice being back to where like everyone's like a 20 minute drive away, you know, so we're we're close enough, but not too close, you know, so. And congrats on the house, man. That's got to be, that's a big deal. You set, put yeah. down some roots and settling in. And you know, right now you have one cat. Are there any cats, more cats in the near future? N- no. <laughs> one cat's enough. Okay. All right. Well, well, so we, we had learned that unless you get them when they're kittens, it's not a good scenario. So we don't want to upset the the nature of the house here. We got our little habitat we got going on. I just want to picture your house with like 15 cats, like as your cat man, but that won't happen. So. No, no, we wouldn't go more than two. <laughs> What's in store for the Walshes 
in the not so distant future. Just trying to live a dream, be happy, have fun, get this house kind of set up to where we want to have it. Still doing some DIY stuff, finish the basement, get good jobs, and then just live a happy, healthy life and try to stay warm during Wisconsin winters. Good luck with that. All yeah, right, boy. we're going to switch gears again. One thing I don't really understand about you, and I never knew that you're you're a football fanatic. I don't recall that from our younger years, but you are obsessed with football and particularly the Dolphins. <laughs> Why? And where did this come from? The football stuff or the Dolphins? Both. I've always been a, a huge sports fan. Maybe I, I just, I mean, we were always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I ran a couple of fantasy football leagues over the years. Whenever in, in the Coast Guard, whenever I would work on the weekends, it, it was like a firehouse, right? So we just had to be there in case we got a call or something. And um, our whole weekends were like just revolved around football. We would because we didn't we didn't really have to work. We just had to be there in case we had a, like a, a search and rescue call or had to go out and help someone. So we were just there. Saturdays was college football. Um, Sundays was the NFL, fantasy football, college football, pickums. Yeah, it's just kind of evolved into that. I, you know, it's not any different than fishing or hunting to me. I always try to defend it because people are like, well, why do you care so much? And I'm like, dude, you spend all weekend fishing. It's not any different. How's it any different? Like, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm not I'm not judging. Just I was curious. I just never knew yeah. about the love for football the way that you have it. You you go. Your love goes deep, man. You know, from trade rumors to injuries to everything. Oh, well, inside. Yeah, you are inside. I have a lot of time on my hands post retirement. <laughs> I my job is pretty pretty chill, low stress. I've been fortunate with that. Uh so I could kind of just stay on top of things a little bit, probably more than normal people can. But yeah, you only get football like four or five months out of the year. So you kind of gotta enjoy it while it's here. So go hard. All right. All right, Rob. You were the third interview. We started off with J Cat now and then Eric. All three of you, most of us on this podcast have a variety of interests from sports to TV, comics, movies, music. We have a lot of interests. Is there anything coming out in the near future that you're most excited about that you want to get fans hyped for? Our fans hyped for? Uh, the future episodes of the pod, for one. Nice. Good answer. Super fun. Hopefully we're – I know we're – I don't want to say we're running out of topics, but I feel like we need to get clever here with some topics here, and hopefully the fans are looking forward to that. Nothing really else I can think of in the near future – um, that's coming out pop culture wise. Well, you mentioned the pod, so I'm going to swerve like you do in so many drafts and say, regarding the pod, it's no secret that season three was a low point for you. A lot of, <laughs> lot of last or near last finishes. All right, what happened, man? Like, like, why did the voters not get you in season three? <laughs> what, what happened? I, I feel like I have too many deep cuts sometimes, man. Like. <laughs> Because people might not know, but you you are a state champ in track and field. Like you're a winner. If so, yeah, for you to get yeah. from that to the I ain't last, it's not you. All the way up, all the way up. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I, I have. Who doesn't want Optimus Prime as a pop culture ride? I guess no one. <laughs> I have a theory. I have a theory on on your results. <laughs> I feel like if people were ranking our teams, you would get a lot of like second, third, fourths, but you're not the favorite. And that's all we go by. So if you're not getting yeah, yeah, for sure. second and third choice, so you fall towards yeah. the bottom. But that's yeah. that's just me. 
No, um, even Autumn was voting for the Christmas, our, our most recent episode. And uh, she was trying to, like, sometimes she'll, like, look at the team. She doesn't know who everyone is. She obviously kind of gets me nine times out of ten. She was looking at stuff, and she's like, oh, I don't know. I want this one because of this. I think I'm going to go. And I'm like, no, it's supposed to be the best team. The best team. Not just, you don't just pick one off each thing. And I feel like that's what people do, too. So I agree. Yeah. I think the voting is suspect. But that's, yeah. what that's what democracy is, and that's in the system that we're in, and we must we must draft accordingly. All right, yes. Rob, Rob, Catman, we're going rapid fire. All right, what is the thing that you miss most about being in Delaware? My friends. What's a deep cut TV show that you want to recommend that people never heard of? Most people don't know of. Heart to heart with Dick with Rachel Bilson. No, no. Dixie. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I said heart to heart. It's like an 80s detective. It, it's this old rich couple. And like they go around the country and they solve Not murders. Sad. And like, Mr. yeah, it, it's great. It's amazing. <laughs> Cup, the guy who voiced Cup from Transformers, the movie is in it. He's like their butler. It's basically like Bruce Wayne and his wife, but not Batman. It's amazing. Jake, I don't know what it is. Gotcha. Besides yourself. Not who is the best drafter, but who picks do you go along with the most? Who you're like, yeah, I agree with that guy. Probably J-Cat. If you could bring anyone on the pod to be a guest drafter for one episode, who would it be? And not someone famous. Derek West, just because he'd be so annoyed to do it. What's a topic that you want to do that will never happen because none of us care? Top G.I. Joe's. Best memory from the pod thus far. 38 episodes and counting. Best memory that you think of. Your face when I said Sprite Boy. <laughs> Rob, it's literally in parentheses next to this question. When you said, sup, Sprite Boy, and I died for 10 You were like, yeah, stop. I was. That's why I was laughing so hard because I could see you in the, your little. <laughs> no one knows what it means. I don't even know if we know what it means, but no. it just tickled me in a great way. Yeah. All right, Rob. Wrapping up here soon. You're a great guy. I got, I'm glad I got a chance to pick your brain. If you have to leave the audience with one thing, it could be anything, life, the podcast, advice. What do you want to leave the audience with? Message from Catman. The floor is yours. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. There it is. Wise words from a human cat. Catman, thank you all for listening. Here. Rob, thank you for participating. Episode three of the Birdo Tapes was on record. All right, everyone, stay tuned to the next episode where it will either be Shine or Bomar. We're still making cookies downstairs, and I've been, like, destroying them all night. So I got, like, cookie crumbles, like, in my throat. <laughs>